Good morning, Fortune City. Chip Morrissey here with your breakfast update. It is a beautiful 75 degrees outside, the sun is shining, and things are as they should be. Don't believe me? Just look out your window. See the beautiful clockwork of civilization. Every person knows their purpose, every purpose has its place. Sure, there are those who would focus on the shortcomings and flaws inherent in humanity, like the so-called Operation Whole Truth, or the Doomsday Prophets at the Fortune City Starlight. Still don't know how they got clearance for that name. But your friends here at Dixon Millennium Studios and MDNR know that all the scaremongering is just a cheap attempt to besmirch the glory of our fair city. Ah, Fortune City. The jewel of the Mojave. A new Babylon, green amongst the sands. You know, it's like they say, if we're not perfect, we'll get there soon. And it's true, listener, it's true. We'll get there. As long as everyone pitches in and does their fair share, the clocks will tick, and we'll get there. After all, if it's not true, why would I say it? Dice and Cry, the actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry. And we, we will, will also cry. cry. And we will also cry. <laughs> My name is Zachary Fredrickson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod. I am joined today by my friends. Uh, and the first of those friends whose name I will say out loud to you is Sloan. Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Sloan, and I was there last time, so you know that. And my Twitter changed, and it is underscore Sloan Zone. Um, I had to look it up because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tumblr is also that. So, fantastic. Is there an underscore in the Tumblr as well? Yes. All right. Cool. No, wait. wait no, there isn't. There isn't. Zone. Okay. No, there isn't. I was thinking of Instagram. So Sloan Zone for Tumblr, underscore Sloan Zone for Twitter. Right. Quick intro there from me. Very good. Uh, also, we have Mari Costa. Uh, hi, I'm Mari. Um, my Twitter is still Marinskos, and you can still find my webcomic at fairytale.com. Woo! Uh, Emily Respect. Hi, I'm Emily. Um, my Twitter is still the Blue Valkyrie, and you can still read my webcomic at bluevalkyriecomic.tumblr.com. But we're getting a new site soon, so I'm going to have to update you on that. Nice. Awesome. And finally, Nikita. Hi, I'm Nikita. I am still at Chanderclear on Twitter, and the rest of my internet presence does not matter. Do not try to find me. I'm invisible. <laughs> All right. A challenge. A challenge. A challenge. A challenge. <laughs> um, yes, as has been stated, implied by, by some of our cast members, this is the second season of, of uh, Roll Dice and Cry. It's not on the shoulders of giants. It's a different one. We're here to play third eye investigation 
investigations. Multiple. Um, also, uh, since it's our first time talking to you in this season, if you, you might have picked it up this time, um, let's just go around real quick and, and say our pronouns so that people know. Listeners. Uh, we know that each other's, but, you know, good to know. Zachary, he, him. Uh, Sloan, she, her. Uh, Murray, she, her as well. Uh, Emily, they, them. Nikita, they, them. All right. And now we know. Uh, so, yes, we are playing a new season. We are, we're starting a new season today. That season is called Third Eye Investigations. It is a detective game. And what Yay. game? What game do you play detectives in? Gumshoe. Gumshoe. Yeah. <laughs> Gumshoe. What, That's what, what I was going to say. The sprawl. The sprawl. Uh, Shadowrun. You don't Shadowrun. Shadow oh, uh, uh, sometimes Call of Cthulhu. Oh yeah. Definitely oh yeah. Call of Cthulhu. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and we are playing all of those. You can play a detective <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons for sure. <laughs> we are kind of playing some of those. No, but what we are actually playing for the most part is Blades in the Dark. Uh, which is a what? game by... Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time hearing of this. Uh, Blades in the Dark by John Harper. We are also taking advantage of Vigilantes, a Blades playset by Sean Nittner. That is uh, how we are making it so that we are playing as as detectives rather than scoundrels, which is what Blades in the Dark is standardly uh, built for. Also... Another, an additional hack we're using is one that I wrote called Eyes in the Dark, which is investigative mechanics for Blades in the Dark, which draws from the gumshoe investigative roleplay system. We are just fucking it right up. Hopefully for the, hopefully for good. Are there also mechs in this one? Yes, actually. Hey. Um, wait, but they are they are define uh, mech it is, it is <laughs> there are robots that can have cockpits so Ooh. that is that is an option in a certain playbook that's the goal and within we the just can't the, stay away from those robots <laughs> i i do love robots um so uh third investigations is a it will be a detective game. It will be uh, a band of tr- intrepid private investigators in a place called Fortune City, which is a sort of alternate uh, alternate universe, alternate history Las Vegas in the late 1950s. Kind of like Las Vegas, kind of like Disneyland, kind of like a lot of different uh, utopian sort of city ideals. Uh well, uh, so like it's perfect. It's good. It's good. There. There's nothing. It's nothing. The there's best. really no crimes. <laughs> it is definitely pr- trying to be the best or pretending that it's the best. What's crime? Zero what are homeless crimes. people? We drop homeless people off at at our city limits. That's that's like that's grimly something Orange County true. does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Rough. Uh, oh. So yes. So Yikes. obviously, obviously, this city is not all it's cracked up to be in and that exploring the the cracks in that veneer will be part of our part of what we're doing here but also it's like a stylish and a paranormal supernatural there's it's blades in the dark so there are ghosts there are spirits there's weird technology uh in blades it's kind of steampunky in here it's more like a diesel punky uh style um and that's so that's what we're going to try to talk about a little bit 
to start out, we're going to let's broad strokes, big picture, talk about the city uh, and the people who live within it. We got to upload this map because it looks real good. It has mm, all like you. little streets on it and stuff. I spent a long time on this map. Uh, thank you for saying it's good. Um, yeah, uh, it is this. So the the city is split up into ten districts with three uh, additional tur- like um, satellite districts. We've talking just big picture. There's the administrative district, the old money, entertainment, university, industrial, uh, the Bell Village, which is like a um, tech area. There's the commercial zone, the suburbs working class, and then uh, attached the uh, rail to the city are Hargrave Penitentiary, a private prison. Uh, so you know we got that good. So you know this is going to suck right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, it's, this is this is it at its worst. Uh, Wilkes Water and Power is the water is the water and power processing plant that supplies power. Then there's also the farm, which is the agriculture and resource department. Some of you have districts under your purview that i said hey uh you you get to pick districts and describe them and tell me what's in them and how they work uh who would like to go first on that no i just wanted to uh i'm not sure if we if you had said it already but i just wanted to clarify that this is like a you know like kind of like city of the future in the desert of nevada right yeah it's it it's in it is in the middle of the desert but it is green and it is always the perfect temperature Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's this very glittering, it's kind of, we're kind of like, kind of got uh pre-fall rapture vibes. Um, there was kind another like pre-war, pre-war, uh, fallout vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-war fallout vibes as well. Very gleaming, very glittering. A lot of, a lot of, um, convenience and technological convenience for those of means within the city. It's very much like all of those, all of those, um, all of those futurist, uh, speculative paintings of, from from that period of like this is what the city of the future will look like. All of that kind of goes into this. So once again, knowing nothing about a science, I have decided to do a science. Um, uh, the district under my purvey was uh, Bell Village, um, and it's a mathematically neat neighborhood uh, that nevertheless manages to be oddly cluttered. And uh, fades slowly from more to less respectable. And I was thinking more respectable is probably closer to the entertainment district and the administrative zone. So it kind of like goes from being respectable in the center and on the edge of one side to just bad as it nears like industrial and commercial zones. So on one side of it does stand a commercial plaza. Oddly, I don't think it's in the commercial. It's next to the commercial zone. I think it's probably closer to the entertainment district because I feel like that kind of tracks more for what this commercial plaza is, which is it sells mainly luxury goods on the tech side of things. Um, But there's also stuff that you generally find in malls, like, you know, there's independent vendors setting up booths and kiosks uh, or just wandering around and demonstrating their goods and abilities. Um, you can buy anything from a cool, fancy sci-fi watch to, like, a robot to whatever. There's a lot of stuff there. It's basically just a mall, but fancy. Um, 
And uh, just beyond the plaza, circling it are a few corporate kind of skyscrapers. And the interiors are a mix of offices to keep the companies running and laboratories. Laboratories? I don't know. Working on developing and testing various new technologies before sending them out to factories for mass production. And then the skyscrapers slowly peter out into like headquarters for smaller company and it's kind of all downhill from there and um the rest of the district consists mainly of multi-story buildings more often than not with various shops businesses and workshops on the ground floor and living quarters above um while it's where most tech oriented folk make their home due to the proximity with jobs and the industry there are also other folks and businesses there so it's not just like a commune of mad scientists there's normal people too and uh the district is rounded out with various uh warehouses and storage lots that often double as workshops kind of blending into the industrial and commercial zones all right uh and so part of that that is that might have perked some people's ears up they sell robots here there are robots in this setting um of various kinds in in um blades in the dark it was like uh there are things called holes, which are like specially magically prepared automatons that are inhabited by spirits. And while that exists here, there are also just robots. Mm -hmm. Very yep. fallout in, in, in terms of like their um, variety, They're like, you know, maintenance droids and sec like secretarial stuff and security stuff and construction stuff. And they all those all flow from a couple of um, distinct factions. Oh, should I talk about the factions? Uh, I don't know. Or uh, let's do that later. We can after. probably do just... all, the, all the districts first and then all the factions, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, okay. That sounds good. Who's next? Who's next? Um, I should also say uh, the city itself is fairly new. It is like 10 years old. Uh, it was... The building of it was was a huge undertaking from a lot of different forces, but the current uh, power in the city is a company called Fortune Industries, which is uh, the one of the two uh, brains behind the city. It is his posthumous corporation, which is run by the other uh, builder of the city. There were two people: that uh, Harrison Morrow and Calvin Fortune, who built the city together. Or at least that's what, you know, history says. That's what uh, the official record says is that they were the deriving force behind it. And so all of this kind of flows from them and the and the deals they made and the people that they worked with. I could do my district next. Yeah, speaking of the people that they worked with. Oh, uh, well, I don't know how much I want to go into that right. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for the um, faction. But uh, I, I developed the entertainment district of the city, uh, which I didn't really... Did we ever come up with a name for it? I, I couldn't think of anything that I super liked. Not definitively, no. Sure. But I've been calling it... Gam come up come up with stuff. I've been, like, loosely calling it Gamora, but that's a little bit, like, on the nose. <laughs> um, so uh, the entertainment district is... It, it's the Strip, basically, if, if in terms of Las Vegas. But where Las Vegas' Strip is, like, this very open, you know like you know strip in the middle of the city the entertainment district in fortune city is like packed like sardines buildings like right next to each other no alleyways between them winding streets that go like sometimes nowhere sometimes you know 
sometimes they go right to the, you know, main hub. Uh, flashing lights everywhere. So you know how casinos, especially in Vegas, they have like all sorts of lights on the inside and not a lot of windows. So you don't really know what time it is. Imagine that, but it's the entire district is like that. So it's completely built to be this like dizzying tourist trap, basically. Um, you There's uh, casinos that are open 24 hours and just a lot of cacophony of like noise and like flashing lights. Uh, there's hotels, bars, brothels, any sort of vice you have, you could, you can, um, you can get it in the entertainment district of Fortune City. Uh, there's also a lot of drug use and, and, uh, drug dealing going on under the table. Um, this is all very actively encouraged by the casinos because pretty much all of the casinos are run by, uh, mobs or organized crime, uh, families in some set or another. There are several different organized crime families, but, um, and, and they do fight over territory in the entertainment district, but they purposely try to keep their fighting, like, low key and not, like, you know, open warfare in the streets. And that's because they recognize that they have a really good deal right now where they can run their casinos, like, you know, uh, get money from them while also laundering money, using them, like create and fabricate and distribute drugs through them, get sorts, get sorts of all sorts of crime. And as long as they're not openly, you know, combating it, it seems like the police are fine to just let them, you know, be them. So all of the um, all the organized crime in the city has a has a uneasy but understand uneasy understanding that it's in everyone's best interest to mostly keep the peace. But that doesn't stop like you know a lot of under the table shit. Oh, there's also sports betting. Lots of sports betting. Mm. Um, That's right. I'm sorry, I forgot a very important part. So. To get around this and to fight, like, in a different way, a lot of the families or crime organizations try to, like, lobby for, like, regulations on shit that they don't do. So, like, if your, if your rival is a, does a lot of sports betting, you'll lobby for regulations against that so that they make less money so that they're pushed out so that you can take over their territory. So, stuff like that. Okay. I dig that. And I imagine, like, the Drama. Look, I imagine the look being, like, a mixture of Times Square... And like Kowloon Walled City, you know, very like tightly packed, but with all these like bright neon lights. That's sick. Love Thank it. you. Uh, very good. All right. Uh, yes, and the, the the entertainment also has like leisure in it. Um, I hadn't really thought much about it, but I do think that there's a baseball stadium somewhere in there. Sure, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, let's get a baseball uh, stadium in there. I I I just kind of love baseball. It's the uh, uh, as a concept, even if I don't like watching it, and so I wanted to make sure that that had a place in the city. Um, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so who 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 wants to talk about the district? Oh, uh, I'll go next. Um, my district is the old money district, and that is where the old people, the old people, no, the rich people, but also they're old probably live. Uh, the aesthetic is very much just because, because it backs right onto the forest is behind it and next to it there. So, um, I actually wasn't so sure if aesthetic... it was behind it or above it. Like it might be like above a little elevated. Ooh, like, that's also, that's also good for the aesthetic. Cause like, cause the, cause the aesthetic is very literally Great Gatsby, like, and the Great Gatsby mansion is like this big grand thing surrounded by lots of trees and it has lots of, 
um, big green lawns. So it's like very green um, and very grand. Um, so if the forest is raised up behind it, that just is sort of going to add to that look. No, I mean the, the old money district is above the forest. Oh, okay. It's above the forest. That's even better. Yeah. Looking down on all the their trees. Um, I, I'd imagine the city is, is having a lot of verticality. Um, there's a lot of like monorails and like loops uh, and like highways around the city. Um, if you've ever driven through, uh, this is like a big thing in Arizona. I don't know if it is anywhere else, but like like big um, like interstate highway intersections where there's like a dozen different highways going in different directions. And they all loop around each other like uh, Hot Wheels. Oh, shit. With, like, and, bridges and shit? Yeah, yeah, like, overpasses, underpasses, and they're all, like, kind of very intricately... Like, Hot Wheels is a very fun way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all kind of woven together. Uh, and so I, I imagine there's a, you know, it's a big city, and it's very dense. There's a lot of skyscrapers and stuff. Um, and I imagine, like, there are also just raised buildings in raised areas where it's like, this is a city block that is... 200 300 feet in the air above everything else that you just have to take a monorail or a drive a car into because you can't walk there um, oh my god not to be that mm-hmm. bitch but have y'all seen altered carbon i have i saw two episodes of it yeah care it's for it. bad but um <laughs> Uh, they do have these like skyscrapers where each floor of the skyscraper is like huge as hell and then it's like an estate. There's like a house and a huge ass lawn there, and yes, that feels exactly. a lot like part of this aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I what I was thinking. Uh, and like, so you know, the old money district is like entirely raised, uh, and you can see the whole city built around you, literally uh, above everyone. Uh, literally above <laughs> everyone. Like they they go into the the commercial district and the administrative district from their own special highways and rails. Of course. Hell yeah. Um, and- I actually have, I have a, sorry, not to interrupt, I have a question about the old money district, and it's that in this map, uh, the space uh, of the little houses seems fairly proportional to the middle class and the working class districts. Like, it feels like the houses would be much bigger than this. Yes. So we I, could- the... If we're looking at this map, which I will have to post now because we're talking about it in detail, um, yes. these bit, these like big lots on the ends, yes. on the the, the the outer arc, I believe I figured like those would be like big mansions and estates, and then yes. like the inner stuff might be like boutiques or high end. Okay, that makes more sense. Commercial stuff. I was like, stuff. whoa, that's a lot of rich people. Also, no, the no. Um... too many, <laughs> too many rich people. <laughs> gotta gotta eat them. The buildings in the middle class district could also be, you know, multiple families living like apartment in apartment blocks right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is um, I made this map myself over several hours of just uh, drawing rectangles in various shapes. Sure. Um, so, I mean, it is supposed to be not- representative, but like not necessarily one to one. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a what like that's how many mansions there are. There's probably yeah, yeah. like big mansions. Big yeah. mansions. That's get... the thing. Mansions, mansions also have big uh, estates, like, like lots of land. Plus, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. LOL, um, lots of land. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're rich people, so they like to do rich people things. They like to hunt. They like to throw big Gatsby parties, and they like to drive around in very nice cars. That's all rich people like. I, rich and... people love it. 
Um, and if especially there was since, water, since... they would have boats, but they're mm-hmm. in the desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, that was part of why I put the forest next to the old mini district because I think like all those rich hunters can just go down to the forest. It's like a big yep. nature preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, except not very preserved because because hunting. Because hunting, yeah. Um, fantastic. Shoot. Love to throw parties. <laughs> that's, that's like. What we do we know about rich people? They like to throw parties, <laughs> they like to drive cars, and they like to. Oh, what was the third one? Hunt. hunt. Shoot things. Uh-huh. Hunt. Sure, they like to hunt. That's yes. that's actually like tracks with my experience of rich people. Mm-hmm. All right. They like to drink to... expensive wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like to go into the ent- entertainment district and gamble, but like they're like like oh how quaint we're in the entertainment district. But <laughs> this isn't like my personal. We're being casino. bad right. today. Your money, your money's just as good as everybody else's, so no complaints. Oh yeah, <laughs> they think it's better though. <laughs> that's okay. That house always wins either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, cool. And that's the old mini district. I don't think they call it the old mini district. There's probably names for a lot of these districts that we just haven't come up with yet. Um, but yes. we can we can we can figure it out as we go along. Everybody else calls it the old mini district. Yeah, yeah. Or snobs roll like in like in uh, like in in Arizona. We've got a we've got a, a place called Scotchdale, which is where a lot of rich people live. So everyone else just calls it Snotsdale. <laughs> or, yeah, or or snobs there. <laughs> yeah, I just remembered a, a, a not. I remembered a not so nice name that we have for one of the villages in my, like near where I grew up. I'm not going to repeat it, but it made me laugh. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a little uh, bit mean. <laughs> no worries. Uh, all right, we have many more districts, but only one other that has been granted that has been had been levied upon a character. Play right. a character. My city now. Yes. Um, Tell us about your city, Mari. So my city is the working class district. And so I spent a chunk of time thinking about it. And I was like, what can I possibly do to a working class district? Um, and I feel like I was thinking about it in very American terms because that's what we went with. But my city now. So I can do whatever I want with it. So yeah. I think... It's like my hometown a little bit. So I grew up in Brazil and I grew up in like an island off the coast of Rio de Janeiro. And it's basically like pretty poor. There's like a military base next to it. And it's mostly like upward buildings. Like there's no, there's very little houses. Um, And so everyone just kind of piles up on top of each other. Um... And there's like, do you guys know what favelas are? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, there's favelas there, and I thought about it a little bit, and it's because, um, so this is a true story of a thing that I've seen on the internet. Um, there was an artist who went to Brazil and drew some favelas and was like, "Oh, these are so quaint and like beautiful and colorful because all the buildings are all different colors and stuff." Um, and, like, the poorest people live there, obviously, and they're not quaint and beautiful. Um, but that's probably how, like, the old money district sees the working class district and, like, even the middle class. It was, like, real shitty of them, but I was just like, ah, that's a f- that's a good thing that I can use to shame mm. rich people. 
Hell yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck rich people. This is Fuck this is what we're people. No, I'm joking. Rich people, we love you. My PayPal is <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. point, yeah. yeah if you want to donate to our Patreon, then yeah. Hey, we don't have a Patreon. Rich your, think your rich rich guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. um give me yeah. money for this specific thing that I had to see on the internet about my hometown. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, uh that was the real part of it. The uh, the fun fantasy magic part of it is that there's fantasy magic inside. So this is where all of, like the witches and like the most of like the ghosts and stuff live. Uh, and there's more of those. There's vampos at some point. Uh, there are vampos. There are vampos and there's werewolves and they they mostly live here. Uh, and that's all I have to say about the working class district. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's anyone good. has anything to add. I thought about it just now. <laughs> no, that's well, good. We, know that we do know that werewolves live in another area uh, as right. well. But yeah. um, this is actually a question that I had. So, Blades in the Dark, right? It's got ghosts. It's got vampires. But their vampires are kind of a mix between of classic vampires and like revenants. Because that's they're, they are corpses possessed by ghosts. Um, and there's demons and there's old gods. Uh, do Fun. we also have demons and old gods, or do we have other things? What are the ex- what is the extent of our magic, uh, fantasy weird bullshit that exists in this world? I mean, hmm. there could be demons and old gods, but like they don't have to play a huge role in things, I suppose, unless we want them to. Certainly, um, I do have yeah, I like... like some demon stuff like in the in like my faction notes, but not a lot. It's not very sure. Overstated. Yeah, I think I like the idea of them being there. Would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that door open would be fun. I, I feel like having too much like demonic. Like I I love the idea of having having them as an option, but I feel like going too far into because because Blades in the Dark's got kind of a Cthulhu kind of vibe going. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got mm-hmm. like. Uh, uh, you know, Cthulhu, uh, Dishonored, super yeah. heavy Dishonored vibes. I feel like I feel like going leaning too far into that overtly kind of undercuts the sort of um, City of Tomorrow kind of feel we've got going on because I feel like a lot of that like post war City of Tomorrow stuff was very like very much like like unrelated. Well, no, nah, never mind. I forget that. Abandon I mean- the thought. I mean, okay. I like I like the idea of them being there, but I like the idea of it being like an obscure, fantastical thing that a lot of people think is fake. You know? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and that absolutely. Um, another thing that came up, at least in one write-up, was aliens. Oh, oh. I'm. I want on one hand. I want a Nick's alien. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? On one hand. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Hold on, mm. we're in. We're like twenty minutes away from Roswell in our game. We're gonna nix aliens. What? Roswell, yeah, New Mexico. Roswell is. Oh wait, Roswell is in New Mexico. Well, it's pretty close. Huh. It's in the desert. Listen, Apologies on one hand, in my soul, I need aliens in everything. <laughs> on the other hand, and this is a question I don't ask a lot. Is that too much? <laughs> I. It gives me like um. I don't know if anyone watched uh the season of american horror story where they were in the asylum but there there was so much going on they were like and then there were zombies and then there was aliens and then there was an angel of death and then there was this like there wasn't a one 
thing about it. And if we're going to add too many things, it's going to start feeling like that for me. We don't want to. We we don't want to be supernatural. Um, right. I think to me, I think to me, adding aliens to this like paranormal ish more mood uh, is the same thing as like when they added uh, dinosaurs to D and D. It just killed it for me. <laughs> So you know what? Like, dinosaurs I actually, have always been there, man. but I get to, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. never liked dinosaurs in D and D either. I am on your side. I almost never use them. I've never used them. <laughs> yeah, I can, almost never is worse than I, never. Hold on, hold on. I I don't use them. I cannot stop my character, my players, from picking like like polymorph and polymorphing into a T-Rex. I just can't That's imagine fair. why everyone would ever be like, I'm gonna polymorph into a big lizard and not choose a dragon, you know what I mean? <laughs> Agreed. Well, I can live without aliens. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure at some someday we will do aliens. When we do sci-fi, I'm fine with aliens. But yeah, we yeah. have to do aliens. I, yeah, of course. I, I feel but like not completely. Today. I feel like completely writing off aliens like takes away the very, very, very good, very, very, very funny like 50s plot of like maybe it's aliens, but then it's not totally not aliens. But then at the very end, we see like a flying saucer and we're like, wait a minute, could it have been aliens? And that's a joke. See, but now you spoil it. Ah, Listen, okay. Here's, here's, here's what I like. I like the idea of people believing in aliens. Yes, I do like that. I don't like the idea of there being proof in this world of whether aliens are real or not, because I feel like our main focus overall has been the magical. And yeah. not to say that that you, that you can't mix the two, but I feel like we're leaving pretty heavily in one direction. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I, I mean, we do have robots, and so I think that there is going to be a fair and like a whole mad science like faction. So I think there's yeah, going to be a but... bit of weird science, but yeah, like not not leaning into aliens is something I'm totally cool with. More Hellboy, less um, Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I can get it. All right, cool. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, any other monsters we want to say? Establish before we go into it. Fairies? I, I, werewolves are... Oh, we, yeah. we, have were, we have werewolves, Werewolf. we have vampires. I'm good with that, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, right. the the basic, like, the standard array for a Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> all there. Uh, Slutty okay. nurse, mummies. my favorite monster. Yeah, nurse. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent uh, Hill. I was gonna say yeah. Slutty nurse. Um, okay, okay, cool. Just wanted to establish that, and make sure that's 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 known. Um, so yeah, uh, good, cool. Um, let me just let me just run down the list of factions that we have in the city. Blades and Dark is a very factional game. It's a very sandboxy game. Um, oh, I forgot to to put in some of these faction descriptions. Uh, let me let me open up my faction document. Are all are all of these like our factions, or are they just factions that were already there? These are factions that exist within the city. Okay. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Our factions. Factions are like because there's like sample factions in the playlist, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, these ones, these ones are all ones that uh, I made or you made. Okay, um, something is happening with art, with the with roll twenty. Oh no, roll twenty! What are you um, doing? So there's like a ghost of the rules reference that I cannot do anything but move around. Um, mm-hmm. I'm being haunted, and I'm gonna re. I'm gonna just re. Oh yeah, page. like it, it might like be like showing something on your like a like it's like just lay, overlaid over your 
Yeah, that happens yeah. to me sometimes. Um, I just usually just refreshing the page works. Yeah, I've refreshed. I'm gonna check now. Where were the factions again? Uh, in the hit, in the in the journal, there should be there's a there's a uh, tab that says Fortune City Factions. Okay. Yes, got it. There's there a are lot of them. this, and I believe this is still less than there are in actual Blades in the Dark. <laughs> Do we have to go through all of these? Uh, I'm not going to read the descriptions, but I'm going to say all of them. All right, cool. Um, so we have. Where am I? Uh, oh, there they are. In the fringe. I, oh, yeah. Um, yep, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, so in the underworld, we have Emerald Security, uh, who are private police. They are they are spooky kind of men in black uh, who they work for the city, ostensibly. They're, they're like, oh, they disappear people sometimes, maybe. Um, there's the Concerned Citizens Alliance. That is the old money district's uh, neighborhood watch. Um, but like... But like the worst version of that. I mean, and, and neighborhood watches can be shitty on there as well because like it's a very it's a very classist like potential. And this is that turned up to eleven. Um, these are the Iblis Lounge or the Iblis Lounge, which is uh, it's a lounge in the entertainment district as well as uh, a society of socialites and debutantes of the upper crust who do weird magic shit. Um, there's the Pack, who is the uh, one of the biggest mobs in the city. They uh, own a lot of casinos. They're the pack. They are werewolves. Uh, one of our characters is connected to them. Uh, there's Mr. Paradise, who owns a casino and also owns a, a speakeasy somewhere in the city. If you know, you know. He's a weird Im- information broker. Uh, there's F- Le Fumil de Sang. They are hematologists, morticians, and surgeons with old money ties uh, and strange appetites. You can probably figure out what they're about. They also own a casino. Uh, Problem Solvers Incorporated. The Chromios. Uh, McMillian's Gym, the Butcher's Row Gang, the Royce Hunting Club. That's another old money district group. Um, Fortune's Favor. Those, the Royce Hunting Club, they, they hunt. Uh, Fortune's <laughs> Favor, they are, they are these sports gamblers that, that, uh, Emily, Emily mentioned earlier. They are back alley, uh, gambling houses. Uh, the Stalwart Moving Company, the Birdies, they are, those they are those those car driving boys that were mentioned the rich car drivers that's those guys um, the ice picks are a new gang the dominoes are vigilantes who wear masks they are superheroes they're not actually superheroes they're like um like green hornet types sure are they, sure the, are they p five uh persona five not as not as much um okay they like drive around and like fist fight bad guys. <laughs> Is that not what Persona Five does? Kind no, of. you're the they bad just, guy in Persona Five. They don't, have, they don't right? have the superpowers that the Persona students have. Um, the intru- institutes the institution there is the Central Directorate. They run the city. They are the administrative. They run the administrative office. Um, there's the Quinton Peacekeeper Company. Those are the cops. Uh, they are also called Quints or Fivers. They are they are a private security company that has been organized as a police force for the city. All of the all of the institutions of the city are privatized because it's all very like hyper capitalist in the worst ways. Um, Hargrave Penitentiary is the city is the is the private prison. Uh, Dixon Millennium Studios controls both the news and entertainment. Tomorrow University is a uh, kind of like a magnet school that funnels people into the various uh, industries of of uh, Fortune City. They've got like a lot of a lot of um, programs designed to just put people to work in the infrastructure. 
the Vice Regulation and Enforcement Division. They are the branch of the peacekeepers who handle the entertainment district as well as paranormal stuff. Um, so they're they're like they're like your magic cops, and they also like make sure that the the mobs keep their keep within the lines uh, as much as they can. They are a smaller faction than several of the mobs. So they are can't do much. Um, there's the Hanson Fire Brigade. They're the fire department. Uh, Wait. Mm-hmm. So the Vice Division is like legal magicians. That, I don't know that they that they do magic. Oh okay. Uh, oh okay. They're cops for magic. They're not magic. They cops. yeah. They handle paranormal stuff because you know so many times someone's like ah, I saw a wizard and they're like all right this guy is, is on drugs or something <laughs> send the vice guys okay. to deal with it and then it just came to be that the vice guys dealt with weird stuff. Okay, that's um, my guy. That's yeah. That's your guy. Um, and you know I I I'm leaving that door open that some of them might have supernatural abilities as well. But yeah. as a whole. Um, yeah, pants and fire brigade. They have jetpacks to fight fires with. Nice. Um, noble Department of Agriculture and Resource. They're called the Noble Department. They're, noble is actually the name of the CEO. They're not actually noble, but they handle the farming and 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 distribution of resources within the city. Wilkes Water Power controls the piping, electrical, and sewer cities, as well as holds the city of reservoir. Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> not pants on fire brigade the Hanson okay because I was like that's so ironic that they fight fires <laughs> <laughs> while their pants are on fire yes um, within the labor and trade factions there is fortune industry that is the, the backbone of the city's infrastructure they are the big the big dogs they are run posthumously uh, by Harrison Morrow and a board of directors uh, Advancement Incorporated. They are the new dogs on the street. That's one of uh, that's one of Nikita's. They are they are a robot robotics and tech corporation. We'll hear about them in a bit. Uh, Hephaestus United handles the construction infrastructure um, and like repairing stuff. They are the ones who have mechs, kind of. They have like big like construction robots. Uh, Granville Fate, Freight and Post is the couriers and postal system. Uh, the Bureau of Mementos make uh, make mementos, souvenirs, and and like they they are like this with the um, in, with the addiction millennium. They 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 want they make people want to move here. Is their is their job? Um, the White Glove are uh, like the eyes and ears. They're maids and butlers and and like uh, like an information network kind of. Um, the Fortune City Starlight is an independent newspaper. <laughs> Presenting an alternative to the Dixon Millennium City Review. There, that's that's an independent newspaper. Uh, Rail and Rubber, or Rogers and Rogers Conveyance, runs and maintains the public transit system. There's so many. Um, within the fringe, there is the Church of Tranquility, which is a New Age religion about a calm mind. Uh, they are weird. There is Apparitions Anonymous, which is all the ghosts who have found their way to Fortune City. A lot of ghosts come to Fortune City, and they don't know why. That's a that's an important thing. Uh, Ruh row. Mm-hmm. Mysteries. Uh, there is Operation Whole Truth, which is a ro- uh, pirate radio station. Uh, they might do some like intros or something. Um, they are they are like we'll tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Uh, as opposed to Dixon Millennium, which will shovel uh, propaganda at you. Um, there is the book club, who is one of Mari's. Uh, 
Uh, mm. they're, they are witches. Uh, there's the Mainstream Club, which is one of Nikita's. They are inventors. Cryptoanthropologists are ghostbusters. Uh, private. That's also mine. They're also Mari's. Uh, and that is all of them. And I've the, forgotten oh, all the things you just said already. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. In one okay. ear and out the other. That's okay. <laughs> someone's someone's going to be listening. Um, but let's talk about the ones that are important. The ones that are connected to you. Should we do this while we talk about our characters? Uh, we could. We could like, should that. we introduce our characters and then introduce like the factions since they're related? <clears throat> That's up to you. What, 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 what should you prefer? I imagine you're all raring to talk about your characters, huh? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In, in that case, we can talk about your characters. Let's talk about all your right. characters. I just said a bunch of things very quickly. Now let's zoom in uh, and talk about your characters. Who would like to go first? I mean, I would, but I don't know if I should. But I'm very I, I, excited. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> All right. Because because I'm playing a detective in the detective game. Uh, my character's name is Theodore Sinclair, except nobody is. He would prefer to be called Theo, and um, he his character playbook is the Hound. Um, he is from an old money background, but he does not live in the old money district right now for reasons. <laughs> and he, um, like, he was in the hunting club, I suppose. Probably like, yes. as a, as like a, like a teen was like brought up, like taught to hunt. And now he's an adult and he doesn't like super, he's not an active go out and hunt with those guys kind of, kind of boy because, because they're all, they all suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has guns and he has a pet, um, uh, which is a really big cat. Um, like, this is the best part of the character. <laughs> this is, the whole character is just a vehicle for this cat. It's like, um, a serval, like a melanistic serval, so a black, skinny cat except those are pretty small so it's like a black skinny serval that's like the size of a big dog okay and and um it's a good hunting friend i figured servals were pretty big because their legs be so long no they're not Um, that big i mean they're a big cat but they're not like um like a lion sort of big they're just they're like small dog i think um so it's like bigger because I basically I wanted the vibe of a Irish wolfhound, like big lanky dog, but cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. I dig so it. yes. Um. Uh. What else do I have to to talk about <laughs> for characters? So let's go uh, with my whole well, character. If, if you want to, uh, if we can go through your character, well, we can we can probably um because we haven't filled out the character sheets yet. No. Uh, if you want to just start with your basic description of your stuff and then we can go back around because uh, we, we've got like a whole sheet that we go through to build your characters okay. um, that, we, we, that we can all go through together all right hell yes so, please hold my hand through this oh god yeah me too um <laughs> so <laughs> i just realized uh so it's got like name theo Claire. look i wrote big i just wrote big he's a big a tall strong looking boy um for like look i was at the t- at the time when i was first thinking about him i just watched 
all of Full Metal Alchemist. And so I wanted to have him to have like tan skin and light hair like the the people Scar? Of, the, Yes, the like Scar. Yes, yeah. like Scar. Um kinda of like that that kind of vibe. Um but he's just mm-hmm. a big tall boy, um, old money. His background is noble. Um do we say our vices or is that like uh, later? You can, if you want, you can say it now or you can leave it to later. I'll if do you don't it. don't have it yet. All right, no worries. Um, and he has a lot of gu- He has t- guns. <laughs> he has a fine pair of pistols and a fine long rifle and some and tools. All right. Cool. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right. Take uh, I am playing Marge Devlin. Um, she is seventy-six years old. Uh, she is. Uh, How much is that in dog years? Well, <laughs> she's a werewolf um, because she formerly was a fixer for. Uh, the pack, uh, which is, uh, by the way, the the full name for the pack is the organized packs of McCarrick, Donahue, and Coonan. Good name. Um, thank you. But the colloquially colloquially known as the pack, they used to be separate, um, you know, crime families, but they merged together uh, so that they could, you know, get more money and do more crimes and stop killing each other. And that's worked pretty well for them so far. Uh, Marge grew up in Chicago, uh, and, you know, as a young woman, she got kind of involved with, um, the head of operations in Chicago, which is Afi Kunin. Um, she proved herself as very valuable, um, mostly because of her proponents for, you know, violence and, uh, her, her intimidating sort of steely veneer. Um, but, uh, you know, and she was a very loyal, um, you know, foot soldier and fixer for the pack for many, many, many years. Uh, but as time went on, you know, being a someone who fights and beats people up for a living is kind of taxing on your body. So as time went on, she's been get, slowing down a bit. And uh, because of this, she was uh, she sort of fell out of a bit of favor with uh, with Afi because, you know, Afi started to be like, uh, can I really trust Marge to, like, you know, be able to pick it up? So she got sent to Fortune City uh, to basically watch over and, um, you know, be a advisor to Mickey Sullivan, who heads the pack in uh, Fortune City. Um, however... Something happened. A lot happened, I suppose. But um, <laughs> eventually Marge decided, I'm too old for this shit. I gotta get out. Um, obviously, that's not a very easy thing when you are working with the pack. Uh, but somehow Marge did manage to cut ties, some ties with the pack. Although there's a lot of bad blood between her and the rest of the, uh, you know, werewolf mafia in Fortune City. Oh, by the way, um, while I'm talking about this, I had the idea of, like, lycanthropy being something... Okay, so, basically, um, there, the, it, this is obviously, there, it's an Irish mafia, but I'm basing them very heavily off of the, you know, historically Italian mafia families in the United States. So there are, like, rules that only Irish people can be made, like a made man, um, 
There's a cold of silence. You never talk to authorities. You can't talk about family business to non-members. If another family member is killed by a member, nobody can commit murder and revenge unless the boss gives permission. You can't fight among members unless the boss gives permission, with the exception of Revelry Day, Revelries, which is the full moon. Um, all of the werewolf members of the mafia transform, and that's the time when you can... It's kind of like the purge, but for the mafia, you can kind of do whatever you want. No... No holds barred, no like, um, no rules for that because it's time for us to kind of go wild and let our wolf side out. Um, well, and I also thought you're not supposed to kill, right? I remember reading that you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to kill other family members, but victim other victims who aren't part of the family, fair game. Okay. Um, also, I thought that regarding how you become a werewolf, um, I thought that um, it would be cool if. Like, you become a werewolf when you're made. Like, that's, like, part of the initiation into being, like, a made man in the Mafia is to be bitten and, you know, get inflicted with lycanthropy. So it's, like, a gift that you're given from the Mafia. So Marge was made, and that's when she became a werewolf. But, um, but she, uh, she wasn't, like, born a werewolf. Mm. Um, and, and one question I did have about because obviously that's, you know, you get made as a werewolf. Uh, does that mean, one, uh, lycanthropy is not hereditary? Yeah, so I was I was thinking that that was the case. I'm, I, I, I'm willing to bend on that because, um, you know, if, if we want to have non-mafia werewolves, I'm, I'm okay with that. But that was my, like, my, my thoughts were that it was, it was specifically, con- it was controlled. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I and I definitely understand that and value. I just didn't know if we wanted to leave that open that there the possibility of there being non werewolf, uh, non mafia werewolves, uh, like you, um, maybe elsewhere, or if it was just if we wanted to be very clear. Well, I, I figure that there can pro- definitely because yeah, yes, you you are bitten when you're made, but that doesn't necessarily mean that nobody's ever bitten somebody and they've gotten away. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't have, there's like a, like a, like an allied faction, uh, to the pack who might also just be made up of pack members, like in a, in a uh, at the McMillan's boxing gym. Ooh, uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to round off Marge's sort of backstory oh, sure. after Marge was, after Marge was managed to get out of the mafia, um, she is still, she's destitute and she's, uh, got a bit of a gambling streak, so... Um, she needs money <laughs> and, uh, she yeah, is money. an employee of, um, Theo. Yes. So she uses her former skills as a fixer to now be a private investigator. I, yes, she works for Theodore. I forgot to say his whole shit about being a detective. Do you want me to say it? And then we'll go back and put it where it should be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I also had some questions about the Sinclair family yes. because I don't have a lot of details about them. Yeah. Uh, I would like specifically to know what if they're a crime family or just a like a just well, just rich though I mean a lot of rich people are crooks anyway um, explicitly criminals I suppose overtly criminals. Uh, um, uh, I think uh, I was thinking more like like they don't need to be criminals because they are very rich like they don't they don't need to get but also the rich people rich people never have enough money so they probably do uh, like um rich people kind of crimes where they like bribe a politician to do something that will be in their favor um 
But they're not like out there like I don't think they're out there doing normal crime. If they're doing anything uh, like else shady, like if Theo's dad is in the picture, um, I don't think if he's doing anything shady, Theo knows about it. So um, I have not okay. truly thought about it. So that's open to you if mm. you want to be like, I need somebody to do something bad. He's out there. Mm. Um, I haven't named him, but we can think about that. Uh, Theo has a Theo has a sister whose name is Tilda. Um, she's just kind of like um, I don't know if anyone's seen Dynasty, um, but Fallon Carrington from Dynasty, like the new the new version where she's like she's like um uh she's like business minded and and mean and uh, she is full like like Theo has left the old money lifestyle because. He's kind of idealistic and he wanted to go out and help people and be a detective. So he's come and set up a detective agency in the, it's in the working district, right? Is that what we're uh, saying? It definitely could be. Uh, oh, what? We hadn't explicitly said, but it would make sense for that. To well, be wherever case. it is, he set it up there. And, and, um, but his sister is like full, like, yeah, they're not, um, they're not, uh, cause they're twins. Cause of course they're not um fighting necessarily but they definitely don't agree <laughs> with each other's lifestyles um yeah and so um, yeah just as a couple of things i don't know if theo has like a brother or anyone else i did have a sinclair listed in my notes for the hunting club oh um i didn't i didn't have any details about that probably but i figured that... um probably his dad oh okay yeah like taught him time uh, and then i and then and then maybe also in the Concerned Citizens Alliance. Mm, that can be his sister. Okay. Let her just, yeah, she can be out there being shitty in the Citizens Watch. Uh, and so is it is it just those few family members, or do you have a lot of family members? I think he's got a lot of, like, um, lots of, like, uncles and cousins and stuff, but, like, his, like, direct family is pretty small. Like, like, dad... Uh, sister, I truly have not thought about his mom that much, but uh, you know, maybe she's actually. I was gonna not have her, but then I realized I did that with the last time with just having a single parent. So maybe uh-huh. his mom is actually in the citizens' watch, and and uh, Tilda is just um fun. Okay, so she's not. I actually, funnily enough, I wrote Sinclair matriarch yes. into that slot in the citizens watch. Oh, good, yeah. Um, and I was planning, I was going to change it because you said otherwise. But if if you like that, then I'll keep. No, going. that's good. Because um, then, it, does, does then, Tilda um, have a? No, hmm? go for it. Just to... I was going to ask if Tilda had a job. <laughs> no, <laughs> her no, job. No job. Her, her job is to throw cool parties and and like okay. drive around. Okay. Like so she's, she's she's very uh entitled. Okay, cool. Because I remember. You did draw her once, and she was like, wearing a pantsuits. Yeah, so she just likes sure. to dress like that. Okay, so is the are the Sinclairs engaged in any industry or uh, commercial stuff? Comics, well, I didn't or know. Just I didn't know um, if what industries I could have them engaged with that wouldn't be sort of stepping on any like that's like I didn't want them to be too into crime because that sort of other people are into crime. So, what do you what? What kind of businesses could they be involved in? Actually, let me look at the map real quick. Um, could be 
and I don't know how realistic this is considering what the city is, but could be like they could be like landowners, like landlords, like building and selling shit. I have landlords a question. Is definitely a thing. All landlords are evil. Yes. I have a question. Uh, who is uh-huh. Wilkes? Wilkes Water and Power. They are. They run the water and the power uh, systems in the city. Is that um, like? A, who is, is that like a family? Uh, it is owned. Um, I mean, it's a corp. It's a company. Yeah, um, but, but it is run by a man named Casper Wilkes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is named for for a, for a, for a, a, a person's name. Yeah. Because um, I was going to say, can that be like Theo's mom's maiden name? That definitely could be if you want to be want to be married into the into the power infrastructure, the electrical and and uh, yes. hydro. Yes, I can't believe you're just doing Carrington Atlantic. Yes, I am. <laughs> There's also, uh, you know, it could be like you know, like fashion or or uh, also yeah, like owning owning. No, buildings. no, I want them to be like like they they are they are very rich and then they like power. So I think that being like like maybe next in line to run the water and power or something after that guy dies um <laughs> would be fun and then i think that i think his dad is maybe yeah just like a landowner um okay yeah all right yeah uh, sinclair sinclair holding syndicated or something yeah yes okay okay cool and uh, and right. tilda throws gatsby parties <laughs> Tilda knows yes. party, and maybe she's maybe she's in, or in involved in like like the Iblis Lounge, which is like all rich people who throw weird parties. Yeah, that seems fun. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. They're... Yes. What? They're all what? Uh, rich people who throw weird parties. Uh, the Ibl- oh, okay. The Iblis I heard Lounge. witch people, and I was like, wait, hang on a minute. That's <laughs> well, my territory. Well, they they, my they, city. they they do engage in uh, occult rituals and black is market it... trade of strange artifacts, but like in a very hedonistic, bougie way. Is it kind of like um yeah. when um okay. when people in England and were like really into doing seances? Absolutely, one hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. That. Yes. That is like that is like the first level of the Iblis Lounge is like. Let's speak to the spirits. Let's contact. <laughs> but like, it's like a comment, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the bus out a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking why all the ghosts are drawn here because they keep getting calls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, What's you up? <laughs> Winky face. Entertain us, spirits. We're bored. <laughs> yeah, ima- imagine yes. the spirits being like, "I don't know why I'm here. Are you fucking serious? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah." You gotta call uh, on yourself. Hell, and hell, maybe that's why they're so like they love it so much is because they keep getting answers. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, know. you for working through his family with me because I had not really thought about them that much. I was just like, yeah, they out there. <laughs> they out there. It's good. Like I said, uh, Blades is, is set up to be very sandboxy, so it's good to have a lot of movers in place. All right. I love uh, that. I think I will. All? Yeah, uh, I think so. Unless you can think uh-huh. of anything else. Any other questions? Uh, not at the moment. All right. Uh, I will think no, of names for his parents at some point. Cool. Uh, all right. Who wants to go next? We got we got some some we got the weird ones now. Well, I guess they're all weirdos. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna elect I, Mari because I think it would work yeah, better I if I can to, play off. I could go next. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um. um. So, uh, uh, Loic Luck 
is a he's a real fake medium okay um <laughs> he's a fake medium for his job but he's a real medium for his life it just so it just happened to him um uh i guess he could i guess his actual classification is like a witch um okay. he so i wrote down a few of the adjectives that were on the list um i wrote down brooding because there's nothing like close to taciturn um delicate and wiry and in parentheses i wrote striking because he has like very bright very red eyes but he's like constantly has um he has like these green tinted sunglasses because fun color theory lesson if you mix uh colors on the opposite of the color wheel it just turns into gray and you know nobody can see his weird eyes because they're weird and they mark him as like a a witch wait what are um what's his eye color again they're red Uh uh-huh awesome yeah nice yeah they're very bright red um he's like dark skinned and he's got like real messy dark hair and like a bun uh and so i wrote so much about every single npc and every faction and i wrote um i wrote in parentheses in this document write stuff about loic here later uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's Listen, later now <laughs> stuff happens and and now it's later um so he he comes from like the book club which is like the witch gathering place uh his adoptive mom is a witch um her name is anathema anathema look <gasps> look um she's like the touchstone that i put for her is like old sophie and miss frizzle okay. so she's just a lot of things at once um the touchstones for loic by the way are um Natsume from Natsume Yujincho, uh, Watanuki from Exoxicolic, uh, Reagan from Upsycho, and uh, Herman Gottlieb from Pacific Rim. So he's a real blend of things. Real blend. Uh, just a real blend of things. It's a cocktail. You know, it's, it's, it's like Vegas. We're, we're, we're mixing it up. Yeah. Um, anyway, his job is pretending to talk to ghosts for money, and then... He gets home and he actually talks to ghosts and he hates it, but also he's like, I feel like he feels the need to protect ghosts even though they don't need protecting. Uh, he's, so a, he's, got he's a an ally. Yeah, he's an ally. Ghost Hashtag ally. ghost rights. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, um, he has a fine lightning hook i'm pretty sure he does we don't know what that means yet but we'll no i have no idea what that means you gotta That's so exciting. you gotta read your whisper uh section oh and so yeah so so loic's uh loic is the whisper uh, yes or right a he's whisper. a whisper a whisper um in blades in the dark a whisper is like a just a any is someone who is good at channeling the arcane um one thing in blades of the dark is that everyone can attune to the ghost field um so like a whisper is not not someone who can attune but someone who is good who is specifically good at it yeah um i don't i don't know how common it is i mean to talk to like attune to the ghost field in fortune city but you're still like cream of the crop yeah i feel like there's a difference between like doing like a, a shitty fancy party seance and like seeing a 
seeing like a a vase fall or whatever and hearing whispers and stuff and like actually seeing and talking to ghosts normally it's it's like as people like maybe can Loic turn it off oh uh, no he cannot no see that would be the difference like people have to to actively do it and Loic can't mm-hmm. turn it off that no. sounds that sounds like your 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 first ability might be ghost mind then which is you are always aware of supernatural entities that's fun. That might that that might fit in uh, narratively, like mechanically, with what you've established narratively. Yeah. We just wanted to set that. In. All right. Cool. Um, cool. So cool. fake psychic, real psychic, always the best, um, like funnest uh, dichotomy. Yeah. Uh, hiding. He's hidden in plain sight. No one sight. would suspect. Um, ha- have we, es- else have about- we um, established that magic is like illegal? Oh yeah, magic is illegal. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I like it's probably like as illegal as it is is like real magic is in the real world, in the sense that like a lot of people don't know about it or believe in it. But I guess for the people in the know, are like, don't do that, right? I mean, I'm not magic. Uh, right. Sorry, that's fair. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, what was the question? Um, I said that like a lot of people still like don't know about it, but for the people who yeah. do know about it, they're like, yes, stop, don't. Yeah, um, yeah. The it, there's like. That one faction that you were like, these people deal with the magic people, it's because they're illegal. They have to deal with them. Um, But it's not a common thing. Maybe some person, like, saw a ghost once and was like, whoa, a ghost. But it's not like a... Everyone knows that ghosts are real, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Loic lives uh, in the apartment under Theo. Yes, and that is how you met. uh, Yes. Is that you... Well, uh, they met before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is this some backstory? Uh, I don't know if you should get into it now. They were like childhood friends. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't know this. Mm. I'm glad I to love know. it. Shit, did we forget? <laughs> we forgot to mention it. They were childhood <laughs> friends. It broke bad. Um, so Loa hates Theo now. Oh no! Oh, yeah. make it hard. And then, make it hard uh, to work together. <laughs> That's okay. March hates Loic for sure. (laughs) March for sure hates Loic. Ghosts ghosts are fucking horrible when you're a fixer. I kill people so that they shut up. You guys bring them back. Maybe stop killing people. His past. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fake. Theo Theo doesn't Um. hate Loic, so when he was looking for an office, he was like, oh, I know that guy. I'm going to get this one. This this apartment. (laughs) Oh, God. That's my nightmare. Yeah. You just described my nightmare. Someone was my childhood best friend slash enemy, and I'm going to get an apartment right next to him. Yeah. So I can torment him. Yeah. Very good. Um, Very very gay. (laughs) Oh, really? I couldn't tell. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Is there anything else you want to tell us about Loic before we move on to our final crew member? Uh, No, the fun stuff I have is of factions. Okay. You want to talk more about the factions? Uh, Yeah. Uh, We could intersperse it as much as we like. Uh, Emily's description involved a lot of faction description. Uh, and, in, and in some cases, so did so did Sloane's talking about the Sinclair family. Mm. So if you want to tell us about the book club right now. Uh, yeah, the book club is, um, so here's what I wrote down. It's a loose gathering of magic users who call themselves witches, primarily made up of women. Uh, they're really into, like, natural remedies and incense and, like, 
dressing in a lot of layers. Oh, by the way, Loic steals all his clothes and like thrifts them, so none of them fit and none of them are fashionable. Uh, but they kind of look like fashion anyway. Like he's avant-garde. Yeah, yeah, full circle. Yeah. Um, so the book club is not an organized group so much as a casual meeting of like-minded people. They have a vague common goal of trying to clear up the bad rep supernatural beings get, but they don't seem to have made much progress. They meet Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And then, and then you do have a, so a, into a, it. That uh, is uh, the <laughs> most murder, arson, and jaywalking like detail I've ever heard. <laughs> um, you do have a, they have a dark past. Slightly, uh, slightly Karen brings the orange faction. juice. <laughs> I have a what? Uh, a second uh, connected faction in the yes. Cryptoanthropologists. Right. So um, the Cryptoanthropologists are the Ghostbusters, but here's what I wrote down for them. They're a fringe group dedicated to finding, containing, and exterminating ghosts and other supernatural creatures. Very few of them possess paranormal abilities and none very strong, but they make up for it for bro- ghost tracking paraphernalia a la Ghostbusters. Uh, conspira- uh, they're considered conspiracy theorists and nutcases by the general population, but take themselves and their profession very seriously. Profession is in quotes. <laughs> very good. Um, I do have... Uh, you, you gave me some archetypes for both of those characters. I didn't come up with the names for most, most of them, but I did come up with one name. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you have named any of them yet. Uh, uh, not yet. But your friend, the one who talks to you, or, or yeah. friend, air quotes, um, that woman is named Dallas Davis. So if you wanted Dallas Davis? Dallas Davis. Nice. Uh, like the city. And then, Let me write it down. Yes. Uh, you might want to put that in your uh, in your um, contacts or friends. Strange friends. But is she... Oh, do I get to have more than one friend? Because I had a plan. Yeah, or, or depending on who. But, I mean, you can just write that down uh, wherever you... Okay. Wherever it, wherever it fits and works for you. I'm just writing it on the dock for now. I'm going to... Cool. Duh. All right. Those are those are good read reddits, uh, and I'm excited for all of those characters to come into play. Yes. Uh, all right, Nikita. So I'm playing a vacuum cleaner that killed a man. Um, and because I am a bastard, I am playing the Hull playbook, uh, which isn't something that, according to Blades in the Dark, you're supposed to start with, but. I really wanted to be a vacuum cleaner, and <laughs> no one stopped me. Um, you figured it out. Um, you are you are playing the hall uh, as if you had come f- to it from the Leech playbook. The Leech is the yes. tinkerer and like uh, weird science uh, class in Blades in the Dark. So you have yes. you have the Leech uh, uh, items, and you started with uh, the Leech dots in addition to your whole dots mm-hmm. so for you unfortunately you only have two dots to allocate as opposed to everyone's four but you also I'm okay have with that <laughs> stuff put in the in the spots that you probably would anyway yeah it's honestly it's worth it uh but okay so basically the story here is bailey sarton was a shitty inventor um kind of that lived in bell village i think they previously attended uh the university uh what's the the fortune university tomorrow university tomorrow university there we go uh yeah uh for their background i put roboticist and bastard because they just they sucked they were awful (laughs) uh during their life they were 
very cranky, very paranoid, very mean-spirited. Um, and they were part of a little organization called the Mainspring Club. And, uh, you know, centered in, Be in Belle Village. It sprung up in the early years of the city. Um, and it's basically like a bar and coffee shop. Like it's a coffee shop by day and a bar by night, but they kind of serve both all the time. Um, and it's open pretty much 24-7, but kind of like the book club. Um, but where the book club is for witches, this is like, this is less of a club and more like a loose network of inventors, mad scientists, tinkers, hobbyists. Um, and they come together to exchange no notes, get advice, team up and get references to like where to find materials that might be a little less legal than is legal. Uh, they, they also have a newsletter. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of synchronicity between these two weird fringe factions. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like aware of each other. Um, what's that? Dog so, to say? Yeah, in the main. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got. He's got to say that somebody is here. <laughs> uh, let me let me real quick check on him, make sure that. He's... Mm -hmm. For sure. Man, I forgot to say my fucking playbook and like describe my character at all. <laughs> It's okay. Go you can say it after yeah. I say my character. I didn't really talk about my factions, so we just gotta jump around. <laughs> well, it's not fair. We had to go first, and these two chuckleheads got yeah. to, got I was, to build on I our mistakes. I was really nervous, so I was like, "He's gonna detective. He's, he's a big detective." <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh man! Is wait so so is I are we, when you say big? Are we talking like he's muscular or is it big boy season? He's both. Oh good. Yeah, he's a big. big he's big, a big and muscular big... boy. Hug baby. I love it. Cuts an intimidating figure. He's a hardy rowdy boy. Who so? Who's taller, Marge or Theo? Oh, I don't know. How tall is Marge? I so Bailey so if they climb up the... under the ceiling. I so want to be the tallest. <laughs> no, you have to be time. the tallest, but I want him to be tall as well. They're both really tall. Right. Okay, we're just both really tall. This is, this is like, like half an inch taller. This is like every campaign I've paid, played in the last three fucking years where everybody has a small competition to be the tallest and our fucking like height chart ends up being really sad looking. Yeah, like I do not. <laughs> where it's like one person at five feet and everybody else at six plus. Yep. I do... We did good in the first season. I want... Marge to be taller. That needs because that's fun because she's like his bodyguard. But I do want him to be yeah. tall as well. So he's that's like, okay, uh, why don't we could? But why don't I go with like six feet and you can be like five ten? No, he Pretty has tall. to be six foot. Okay, fine. I'll be six foot three. Yes. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Thank that's you. A very tall grandmother. Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> since 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 we're definitely not cutting this part out. Um. <laughs> I Marge is the cutter playbook, and she's oh, yes. very. Yes. She's old. And she's got white hair, very wrinkled. Uh, she wears, like, you know, like, button-down shirts and ties and suspenders and uh, stuff. You know, sort of, like, classic, classic mobster looks, you know. Very good. Except not suits, not suit jackets, because she's, you know, not really in the know. And, and her her character claims are uh, Big B Wolf and Mike Ehrman Trout. Oh, right. Yeah, yes, yes. Mike from uh, from the, the Breaking Badiverse. Right. <laughs> it's the only part of those shows I've seen. 
because I watched some compilations when you told me about him. Uh, all right, sorry, I'm back. The dog was just mad because uh, he was excited more than mad. Uh, Nikita, please continue your description okay. of, of Bailey the Bastard. Bailey the Bastard, perfect. <laughs> Bailey the Bastard vacuum cleaner. Um, so, yeah, well, basically, Bailey was a member of the Main Spring Club, uh, and that was like their own, their only social interaction, but they were, they were working on tinkering with robots. And specifically, the model that they picked was from, uh, Advancement and, uh, Advancement Incorporated, and it was called The Daily. And, uh, The Daily is a little Hoover Constellation-like vacuum cleaner from, like, I don't have my, notes up i mean i don't have those notes up but it's like a 50s vacuum cleaner that's really cute look at oh that's it's it's real cute it's great it can swivel um and because part of the hull playbook is that you your hull has to be prepared for you so bailey accidentally ended up preparing their own hull uh while trying to do something else and they were killed by a competitor who I don't know if I named. I didn't. They were killed by a mysterious competitor who then they later killed. I mean, up, upon their death, they ended up trapped in the vacuum cleaner. Um, and then they killed their murderer. And then they kind of chilled, um, for a while at like a diner until, um, Theo found them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Theo? No, was no, like, no, Loic. Wait, no. Loic. No, Theo Loic. Okay, I'm so <laughs> yeah. bad with names. It's Loic. That's okay. <laughs> Until Loic found them and was like, oh my god, I have to help this poor ghost trapped in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and Bailey's like, I'm good, actually. <laughs> uh, but as a hull, instead of vices, uh, I have functions. And I have three functions. And those are to destroy, discover, and labor... At that which my master commands. Uh, and, but I don't know if we talked a lot about this. Um, I'd also like it to be in part powered by like strong emotions that Bailey felt during their life. So instead of just being trapped by the hull, they're also kind of trapped by their death to be internally like unchanging and obsessive over very specific things. But, you know, orders from their master, which is Loic, kind of overrides that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I have, I have moves, like, I have hull traits, but I also have hull features, which is super fun. Uh, so I am a, uh, robot, a daily cleaning companion, who can spider climb up walls and ceilings important that, that's your special ability uh oh your, that's yeah your, your feature but they can't stand a chance against corners <laughs> well <laughs> they'll brave like, a corner if they have to <laughs> you guys remember that one fucking doctor who where they run up the stairs and the dalek is chasing them they're like oh thank god we're safe and then like the dalek just starts flying up the stairs and they're like horrified <laughs> <laughs> class yeah that's pretty much what this is um bailey loves to dis clean and destroy and also just really wants to continue the work that they did when they were alive um that's pretty much it 
That's all I got. All right, cool. Uh, uh, I'll post pictures of Bailey later. Uh, yes, it's very good. Very good art. Uh, 